This week on Low Earth Orbit, we review Raiders of the Lost Ark. For nearly 3,000 years, man has searched for the lost Ark of the Covenant. The Bible speaks of the Ark leveling mountains and laying waste to entire regions. Not something to be taken lightly. No one knows its secrets. Jones, do you realize what the Ark is? It's a transmitter. It's a radio for speaking to God. An army which carries the Ark before it is invincible. The Ark, if it is their Atanis, then it is something that man was not meant to disturb. Raiders of the Lost Ark. A film from Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Welcome to Low Earth Orbit. I'm Justin Voss. I'm Steve Marmon. I'm Scott Stevenson. So this week on Low Earth Orbit, to celebrate getting to 50 subscribers on our YouTube channel, we're doing another retro review in the same flavor as our Fifth Element review that we did when we got, was it 20 or 25? 30. 30? Yeah. Okay, so when we got 30 subscribers, we reviewed the Fifth Element. Uh, this time we're doing Raiders of the Lost Ark. This came out in 1981. It's directed by Steven Spielberg, stars Harrison Ford, story by George Lucas and Philip Kaufman. And the music by John Williams. And it was super successful at the time. Um, it's one of the highest grossing films ever made. And it won a ton of Academy Awards, including Best Art Direction, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, Best Visual Effects, and Best Sound Effects Editing. And was nominated for Best Picture. So that's big movie. A lot. Uh, and in 2012, it was actually re-released to theaters uh, as an IMAX restoration, which I went to and thought it was super cool. Um, so Steve was telling me just before we recorded that you had actually never seen this movie. You'd seen maybe like the last scene, but you'd never seen the whole movie. Yeah. I thought for sure I'd seen more of it and I watched all the way through and I, I have not, I didn't recognize, I didn't recognize nothing until basically the submarine appeared. Okay. Like, oh, wait, you know. Okay. Sort of and you, you had not seen it at all. You seen pieces. I, I may have seen a little few scenes here and there, but I've definitely never seen it all the way through. Uh, I've only seen last crusade and crystal skull all the way through. Okay. So I haven't seen any of the other two until seeing the first one just now. Okay. So I've seen all the Indiana Jones movies multiple times. <laughs> so uh, have, you read, have you read the Disneyland ride? I've done both the Disneyland ride and the Walt Disney World show. Okay. Uh, so you have the multi-pass. Of- I know. And I have the Indiana Jones official <laughs> licensed hat from uh, Walt Disney World. So I'm a bit of an Indiana Jones okay, fan. Okay. So I think we already know what my review is going to be. So I don't know which one of you we should start with. Maybe Steve. What did you think of Raiders? Uh, so I, ha- I had seen The Last Crusade, okay. uh, which I liked a lot, and or at least I watched it a long time ago. Uh, I probably <laughs> liked it a lot. Um, and so, yeah, so I watched it, and I watched it like in, kind of in two parts, and um, the first part, I, know, I really liked, I know, I'm, I'm uh, full disclosure, I'm like a really, really big fan of like ancient Egypt. And so yeah. like I, you know, the setting was great. And like I, I love the, you know, the, you know, the mystique, you know, and all this, you know, all the, the little all the scenes that take that taking place. Um, this isn't spoilers, is it? Like maybe we should back up and explain the premise. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so the premise of the movie for anyone who may not know what the plot of Raiders is it takes place in the 1930s. Indiana Jones is an archaeologist who is a professor at a college, but also goes out and acquires these antiquities and does so in a very swashbuckling sort yes. of adventure way. And um, he gets approached by CIA Army intelligence basically saying, we've intercepted some Nazi communiques and 
they're up to something very suspicious. We want you to go check it out. Is basically mm-hmm. the no spoiler version of the plot. And so then things ensue. Um, so anyway, you were saying so the ancient Egypt and all of yeah, the so those settings. Yeah. So quickly, 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 they end up in Egypt, and um, I, I love all this. I love all the setup to it, you know, and that and that first kind of you know bit of exploration they do, and then they like find some things or some clues for some more things, and I don't know, like that. I like the first, like the first act mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and then, you know, I don't know from there on out, it's, it's an action movie really, you know, and action movies aren't really my thing. And I, I mean, as far as action movies go, it was, you know, it, it's kind of funny and entertaining all the way. So, you know, I, I enjoyed it, uh, as much as I do any movies in this genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps. It has Harrison Ford in it and, you know, he's goofy and entertaining and, uh, kind of endearing. So, um, you know, I, you know, I liked it. I didn't love it. I mean, I, I liked Last Crusade a lot more. Okay. Just, be, but mostly because it had um, Sean Connery. Sean Connery yeah. and the Sean Connery Harrison Ford like dynamic yeah, was amazing. Be. You know, I, I love that. And so even even like this like the long action scenes in in Last Crusade are just absolutely hilarious in ways that like Raiders doesn't quite reach because it doesn't have that that interplay between those characters. Um, so maybe if I hadn't seen Last Crusade, you know, before I, okay. I might have had a you know a bit more higher opinion. Um, but uh, yeah, overall it was you know I enjoyed it. I, I didn't love it, um, but uh, I kind of knew, knew going in that it was an action movie, so yeah. that helped set my expectations you know the right level. <laughs> so yeah. okay, cool. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so here here's 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 my dilemma. I am very aware of the fact that if you if you pull somebody who had grown up in the eighties and you ask them what is your favorite movie? Mm-hmm. You basically have a 50-50 chance of hitting one or the other of Empire Strikes Back or Raiders of the Lost Ark. And in fact, to the point that, I forget what the, there's a there's a site where you can basically re, you rate all your favorite movies of all time in like mm-hmm. bubble sort of style. Kind of like Netflix, you know, but you're just rating your movies. And I think they statistically don't allow, they don't allow due to statistics Putting those two movies against each other because they consider them too <laughs> close. Oh wow! So yeah. so this is these are like the the two holy you know you don't touch you don't question whatever movies. So and I had never seen it before and I had seen Last Last Crusade. Like I said before, like I actually really really like Last Crusade for the exact reasons that you that you mentioned, Steve. Is that the playoff the playing back and forth between Sean Connery and Harrison Ford? It's awesome, and just all the sort of the adventure aspect, like all the different places they go, rather than just staying in the one place. You know, they do all these other things, and I've seen that movie many times. Um, I've never seen Temple of Doom. So I was expecting Raiders to be like just sort of a, a slightly less refined version of Last Crusade. And that was not the experience I had at all. And I think maybe my problem is that I was expecting, in, in retrospect, this is this is probably my mistake. I, I did not like this movie. And I think probably the mistake I had is that I was expecting to have a current day kind of like sense of realism. Mm, okay in that setting, you know, or something close to Last Crusade. Even Last Crusade is kind of like cartoony and stuff. But there's a lot of moments in Raiders where I was just like, this is like cartoon logic that's playing out. Like there's all these, like the monkey thing. I couldn't, I could not get my head around what was going on with the monkey. The the little mm-hmm. like thief monkey, whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, he somehow like is in on the thing. 
<laughs> like he's like spying or something, and like he, they're he's communicating with this guy with the eye patch, and then the guy with the eye patch is like, <laughs> you know, you're in cartoon land. Instantly. Yeah. Well, actually, before that, I mean, there's the guy with the 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 first Nazi that they run across, like the in the in the tavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like then you know you're totally like off the deep end. Of cartoon yeah, land. And yeah. That, for me, that helps up my expectations. I'm like, okay, I know where we're like at. Yeah, right. At that point, see, at that point, I should I should have calibrated at that point, but. There's so much. It, it, it honestly, it's almost like the level of cart. Uh, when I think of the, he touches the amulet or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and his hand burns. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I don't think they ever explain what's going on there, right? Is it just because he's Nazi and it's was like it, a sacred? No, it's because it's it was in the fire. Yeah, yeah, fire. Fill in the fire. Oh, I totally. Okay, I didn't realize. Okay, because she picked it up afterwards and she was. Fine. No, she put with a cloth. Okay, I thought that was some sort of like occult thing that was going on. That makes a little bit more sense now. But okay, so the action scenes. I actually had the exact opposite reaction. I think for the most part. I like the last 40 minutes of the movie much more than the first hour or whatever it is because the, the set piece things are actually really super well done. Like the, having the, the well, I don't want to spoil anything, I guess, for any spoilers, <laughs> but, but the, the, the set piece things are fun because it just keeps going and going. You're like, oh my God, this crazy thing's happening. But early on, like the, <laughs> and I really, I feel like I'm breaking people's hearts, but I, I know this is a lot of people's favorite movies, but, you know, honestly, the, the, the problem for me is that like the, I think it's because so many movies have come after this that use this as a template. Mm-hmm. And also now we know what all the tricks they use back in the day. So like when you're seeing an action scene and you're hearing these like really like, like goofy gunshot things like, pew, pew, and it's like, mm, that's not what a gun sounds like actually, you know, and they're always like the fight scenes are just, you can see the choreography, you know, it's, it's, I, I couldn't buy it even for a second. And I, had I known that going in, I think I probably would have been a little bit prepared, yeah. a little better prepared for it, but I just couldn't get past it. And here, I think I probably know now how Steve feels during like space movies where he's like, all these inaccurate things are happening. Cause I have to talk to you about <laughs> the snake pit thing. This is <laughs> the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. First off, let's start with the basics. So how long had this, this thing been sealed? Like oh. thousands of years, yeah, right? Yeah. All these snakes, they're fine. They're just <laughs> eating nothing, no light, air, water, anything. They've just been there for thousands of years. A lot of them, in fact. I don't know what's thousands going on with that. Of snakes. Maybe they come there's, and go. There's some. Well, there were the holes in the walls, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and, they all, and they all stayed in there, right? For some reason. So there's that, and then he makes this con- one of the I forget the guy. Um, their like cohort, whatever his name is, the guy. Sala or, yes, yeah. exactly. So he makes some comment. He looks down the pit, and he's like, "Oh, they're asps. Mm. Very, very, you know, very dangerous." I think you never see a single asp for the rest of that scene. <laughs> they have Burmese pythons. They have boa constrictors. And the 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 like perfect moment is he's up on the statue. This isn't really a spoiler. It's just a, a thing that happens. But he's up on a statue, and he grabs the snake. Uh-huh. And when he picks it up, it's a Burmese python. And he <laughs> drops it on her uh-huh. and, and it like falls on her. By the time it, it somehow from, you know, being launched from the sky <laughs> down to her shoulders, it morphs into a ball python. <laughs> totally different species of snake. So, you know, and there's in that whole the way they get out of that that situation, like it's literally plywood that they knock over. <laughs> it's supposed to be stone. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't take this. So it was very hard. I mean, I I was I I love loved Last Crusade, and I was really expecting that level. And it was up until the last forty minutes. I just was. I mean, I was really having a hard time getting through this. Yeah. Harrison Ford actually does a really good job acting, considering the context. But oh, the other acting is just so bad. It's so <laughs> bad by by today's standards. You know, sure. I'm sure at the time. For the record, I can totally see when this came out. At the time, I'm, I understand that if you'd never seen anything like this all these other movies that have come since mm-hmm. you hadn't seen those it would blow your mind because it's just like 
all these special effects I'd never seen and this whole swashbuckling thing. Like it was brand, brand new, mm-hmm. right? But without that padding it, you know, without that sort of lifting everything else up. The newness. Yeah, the newness of it, yeah. It's just, it's really hard to get through. I mean, I and I, I really love this idea. You know, I really like Uncharted and mm-hmm. like Tomb Raider, that kind of stuff. It's really fun. But um, I just I couldn't get past the like yeah. acting and the, the all that kind of stuff. So I wondered, I mean, did you watch it on your like giant, you know, yeah. high, high quality television you have downstairs? Like yeah. I watched it on like a little tiny iPad screen on an airplane. I wonder if like some of the like <laughs> production values, you know, kind of. I'm you know, sure. Yeah. At the end, I mean, there are there some really I mean, I mean, special effects. I mean, the, the very the very end, like you know, or anything that involved. Well, maybe we shouldn't say because of the, the the spoilers. But like, I mean, there were certain points where the, the, the special effects were clearly like not the modern standards. But yeah. for the most part, like I really did not like get the plywood wall bit, bit or any of the other like poor special effects up until close to the end. Okay. Yeah. Except for the one scene that takes place, like, you know, halfway through with the staff, you know, that was pretty clearly, poor, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think in general it was mostly practical effects, I think, for a lot of stuff. The one thing the one thing in that sort of vein that does kind of get me when I watch the movie is that at the very beginning where he, like, swings over a gap on the whip yeah. and, like, he just barely grabs onto the edge. You can see, like, the entire wall just kind of goes... <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe not solid rock. But there was another movie, a surprisingly modern movie, that I was watching just a few weeks ago, and I cannot remember what it was. But it was the same kind of situation where somebody had to, like, fall into... Or no... Actually, it's not that modern. I think it was Romancing the Stone, which I think is actually from, like, 1980. <laughs> like, but, like... Uh, it's the same sort of thing where somebody's supposed to like you know swing into like a rock wall or something. When they hit, you can see the stone kind of yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, styrofoam rock, Prince, good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ship it. Um, yeah, I so, think that. Actually, okay. I was say so. You, as the the one of the one of the three of us who loves this the most, like what what is it that that you love about it? I don't know. I mean, I. So I don't even know the first time that I saw this movie um, a long time ago. When I was a little kid and I don't know. It just has, you know, when you're a kid, you're willing to overlook like all of the weird like Absolutely. production level stuff yeah. and you don't, you have like no expectations, that sort of thing. And it's all, it just feels like so much larger than life, like all of it, you know, and it's like so easy to get sort of swept up in the adventure. And it does like when I watch it, I guess I see like, you know, the bones of like Uncharted and Tomb Raider yeah. and like all those movies that came after it, like, you you see the template for it in there. And it's just, I don't know, it's cool. And I like, ah, just the whole way it's structured. Um, and I mean, the way, I, sorry. Yeah, I don't know, just the way that like, it has a sort of the slow beginning, but with like the mysterious stuff going on. And like, I, I like all the different like locales that it goes from. We start like the jungle and then like Tibet or like Egypt, or, like all this different stuff. Um, so I don't know. I It's just, uh, I don't know, it's just very nostalgic for me too. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I get that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, the one thing I want to say is I think the, the scenes that do work tend to be the scene, at least for me, the scenes that work are the ones where he is alone on the screen. He's doing something because there's he, he's honestly a much better actor than most of the other people in the movie. So when it's not when they're when somebody else isn't trying to be the kind of cartoony bad guy and mm-hmm. it's him just like when he's at the idol. Right. That yes. famous scene. Right. Oh, that's so good. And it's he's he's so dialed into what's going on. Like you believe that. Like I, w- I was able to suspend my disbelief at that point because I, I, he's doing such a good job of being in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, and even with the giant rock, you know, rolling after mm-hmm. him, that whole thing. But it's just once he starts interacting with these like completely over the top like villains, like complete like Looney Tunes, you know, (laughs) reminds me like the guy from like Roger Rabbit. Yes, totally. Even with the glasses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Around glasses. And it's just there's this there's this leap of like, you know, realism is suspended just so much that Mm -hmm. I I can't get past that. But the thing I wanted to mention was that 
I think one of the things that's helped in the bottom third of the movie, the last mm-hmm. third of the movie, is that they're not in these really confined sets, right? So mm-hmm. they're out in these big open areas and it's like a real car and it's like a mm-hmm. real plane and you know, but if you're in these like little fully, you know, contained obviously they just didn't have much space or money yeah. or something. I don't know what happened, but like But it's obviously a set. Yeah, and it's it, it's so small, like that that pit viper situation, mm-hmm. right? Like it was just one room. Mm-hmm. You know, it, these things are huge. Like <laughs> the pyramids are huge. And even when they were pushing the the brick out, apparently that was what like made a styrofoam or something yeah. i don't know <laughs> but once they got like away two from, tons yeah. stone and it's gonna <laughs> but once they got away from all that craziness and they were actually out in the real world doing like real stunts mm-hmm. it's like okay it, it picks up and that's believable and also the other thing is that at that point a lot of times it's him just trying to like hold onto the car or something mm-hmm. like that or mm-hmm. you know it was it was harrison ford being on the screen being indiana jones and yeah. those scenes work i think there's a lot more of it at the end but yeah i think in general a lot of the cartoonishness too comes from the fact that like it's very explicitly supposed to be the movie version of like 30s and 40s like pulp comic books. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where some of that comes from because I think the whole plot is like ripped directly from those. And like yeah. and for some of these you can almost like see like the panels, right? Like yeah. especially the guy with the eye patch and the monkey and everything. You're like, oh my god, just yeah. totally a cartoon character. Yeah, like, well, like the scene with the, with the way he puts the, the palm up to the camera, you know? Like you can just imagine, you know, the, the comic, you know, like panel where it's, that's like the, the, the almost the entire panel is just yeah. his palm of his hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing I was going to say too about um, something or another, but oh, so one of the things with um, it kind of being the first of its kind, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I feel this way about Citizen Kane. I had to watch Citizen Kane for a film class, and I was like, oh man, this movie is supposed to be so awesome. Like whatever, you sit down, you watch it, and you're like, wow, is that <laughs> really it? And it, like, yeah, and it's just for exactly the same yeah. reason, which is that like, well, it was kind of the first of its kind, and it like invented all these things, and everybody's ripped it off for like the next like yeah. 80 years or whatever. Have you guys seen Vertigo? I haven't. It's, it's no. the same thing. I mean, yeah. it all, it, I mean, it's often neck and neck. I think, I think it recently like AFI voted it, you know, uh, ahead of Citizen Kane as the best, you know, film wow. of all time, you know. <laughs> like, say, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen Citizen Kane, but I watched Vertigo recently. The same, you know, also excited, and I was like, eh. Barely got through it. It was yeah. one of the hardest movies to watch that I'd seen, you know, in a long time. Because I haven't figured it out yet. You know, it's like it's definitely they're yeah, on to something clearly, but like they haven't they haven't got all the nuances of it right. You know, and I think sometimes when people are, you know, kind of film buff people are, they're seeing it through that lens of wow, this is before they had figured that stuff out, yeah. and like how did they know how to do that? And there was no internet to do, you know, <laughs> how to green screen, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that. If you if you got that sort of historical thing in your head, like mm-hmm. it would be the you know if we're all programmers, so if like if we saw some you know early prototype version of some Unix terminal running or something, yeah. they'd be like, wow, that's so cool. And so what do you see? They're like, where's Facebook? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's useless, you know. So I can it's under- all just text. I can understand why somebody who is like in that frame of mind would would say Vertigo is you know it's it was revolutionary, you know. Which by the way, I found out they they filmed some scenes in San Francisco recently. I mean, they didn't film them recently. <laughs> I recently found out they filmed some scenes from Vertigo in San Francisco. Oh, well, it takes place in San Francisco. As that's well. an excellent reason that they would have done it. So <laughs> we'll cut that part out. <laughs> okay, so should we move on to some spoiler stuff? Yeah, uh, I think there's just a couple scenes I want to talk about. Okay, um, so we're going to move to spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, then now would be a good time for you to stop watching. Um, but otherwise, join us for spoiler discussion. Uh, to get a hold of us, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash show. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash show. You can find us online where you can find our archives of old episodes and all of the show notes about things that we talk about at lowearthorbit.fm. You can also email us with anything at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. So what should our next subscriber goal be for YouTube? So we hit, mm. we hit 50 to, to do this episode. Right. 
So what, what are we asking people to help us get to? Mm. Since you are the official scorekeeper so far. So maybe we should do a stretch goal for 75. 75? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's big numbers. All right, so 75, we're going on record as saying 75 will do a, a, another retro review. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. If people have suggestions what we should review, you should send them, send them to us in the meantime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so on to spoilers. So on to spoilers. what are some of the things you want to talk about? So the... Some of the scenes at, at the end I actually really liked. So the the whole plane rotating thing that that I think is oh, the movie's yeah. at its best. That fight scene, the plane, the that plane scene. Oh, yeah. the plane scene was one of my least favorite scenes. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Well, so, like that, like, like as soon as that like, big cartoony guy walked out, I, I had the same thought. Like, oh, this is totally like this is this is it's, you know one of these little vignettes straight out of the nineteen thirties, like you know comic book slash serial, you know, where yeah. like this big cartoonish guy who's there for no apparent reason to, to, <laughs> to just like be big and dumb and like you know, get chopped up in the propellers in this plane and. <laughs> Sure enough. There it happened. <laughs> Check. Uh, but so the part I liked about it, this is literally going to diverge. Steve, <laughs> we're ending the part of the Steve uh, of the movie Steve liked, and we're gaining the part I liked. So um, I, the thing I liked about it is that when this, actually, the entire movie series, I think, is when it's at its best. Mm-hmm is when there's all these sort of like simultaneous sort of things going on, like all these different like, oh, that thing caught on fire and this guy is trying to come mm. at me from the back and, oh my God, she's still stuck in the plane. And you're yeah. like, you're trying to keep track of all these things and you kind of feel like him yeah. trying to keep track of all these things. And it feels like that, that thing I've brought up again and again, which is like real peril. Like mm. she is stuck in the plane. There's this guy who weighs 80 pounds more than me back here. Another guy up there has a gun. You're mm. like, how, how is he going to get out of this? You know. Right. And then there's a little bit of like humor element added you know, here and there, like she picks up the machine gun <laughs> and starts shooting at people. And it's like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, so those scenes. And then also when he's like on the he's he's trying to take control of the truck. Mm, yeah. And there's this, re- this this reoccurring thing of like he knocks somebody out of the truck and then he gets knocked out of the truck. <laughs> and then he and, and by the way, one of the major plot holes here yeah. is they're in this caravan. They're. <laughs> He's he takes control of the car. Mm-hmm. There's people crawling along the side of the car, clearly, you know, getting into the the van. And up front, mm-hmm. whatever the the leader guy is, he is looking back and he's like, "Oh, something's clearly wrong here." <laughs> yeah, let's just keep driving. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm like, well, I feel you would stop the car at that point. <laughs> well, at one point, he's like gesturing to the driver to like like speed up, speed up. Like, why don't they slow down? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, what are they doing out there? They don't have phones. You know, it's like they're sitting along. Yeah, let's drive. You know, there's so many options. And I, I just, I mean, I was having so much fun watching that scene that yeah. I like, I forgave it. But it's like, this is like, you should be fired right now. This is action movie. Logic. You are literally doing the worst thing you could be doing right now. And there's a lot of scenes too, like where they just drop them in the the snake pit mm. and they close it. It's like, all right, um, maybe we should have shot them or like. <laughs> Maybe just check the walls to see if like there are any like styrofoam you know bricks yeah. in the, that they can push. Have you out. seen Austin Powers? Or yes. yeah, uh, there's a they totally I know. land yeah, famous like, scene. Yeah, the, aren't uh, you gonna like shoot them? No, 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 no I'm sure everything will go. It's fine. I've got a gun in my room. Let's shoot them yeah. right now. No, 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 it's fine. This is much better. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so so the, I actually honestly did like the last the less well not the last ten minutes because the effects are so so bad. Um, the final scene is like <laughs> so bad, <laughs> but the action scenes with the, the plane, I really, I really like the plane scene. I really like the truck scene, yeah. despite the fact that it made absolutely <laughs> no sense whatsoever. <laughs> but actually, bringing up the fact, I had never thought about this before. But um, you mentioned the fact that it's like based on these 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. like pop comic thing. I can totally see that now, like how 
first off, even the the villains that those would have been the villains at the time. Yeah, right? in, totally. In those right. comics, but all the comic book logic that's like playing out, you yeah. know. And one of the things I should have said in the main main review is like, in my head, what I was expecting was because I haven't I hadn't actually seen all the Star Wars stuff until fairly recently. Also, oh really? And I was pleasantly surprised. Like it still felt like it really, for the most part, held up. You yeah. know, little little things here and there, but like, do you watch the ones that have the special effects added, or did you watch the originals? Were you talking? Were I think a the, mix. One, the ones that yeah. you hadn't seen were they the old ones or the new ones? I, I don't remember for sure. Okay. I, I've some mix of the two. You know, I don't okay. like. I think one of them I saw with the new special effects. One I didn't. I think the very first one, but episode. We're talking like four, five, six, not one, two, three. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah, um, I was did not think they would hold up, and I was surprised. Like even even visually, you know, like they hold up because I think maybe part of that was because they had to create this world. You know, this thing doesn't exist. Yeah, right? yeah they yeah. they have to construct the Death Star and they have to have all these things. Um, and I was expecting that level of believability mm-hmm. here because it was all almost all the same people are involved. Well, uh, same. Yeah. Even like the same the screenplay by the same uh, writer. Right. Like Lawrence. Whoever's doing, guy who's doing the new new star, the new Star Wars. Oh, really? I think he wrote this the screenplay for this and for Empire Strikes Back. Oh, is that right? Yeah. OK. Um, Bodes well. Yeah. So I was, you know, I, for whatever it's worth, I was I had confidence in this because of that because i knew that like they could these people yeah. could do that right mm-hmm. but thinking about it and particularly with what you mentioned which is that it's like based on this comic book logic it's like oh, okay that actually makes sense because star star wars it clearly was not based on that yeah at all. totally yeah it's much more serious and i was expecting because i remember like when i wasn't allowed to see it you know growing up it was like oh it's too scary oh, and yeah, that's yeah. what i've always had in my head is that <laughs> oh, like but it's wow. other than the last five minutes not really that's not really yeah. yeah so yeah yeah last five minutes is scary when you're a kid though like, yeah now it's just bad <laughs> now it's just goofy yeah. yeah now it's just weird yeah um do you have like a favorite scene of being man, the, being the fan that you know. are i just like that there's a there's a bunch of like funny little parts in it like um i like the part where there's like the whole fight in the marketplace and the guy comes out with the sword he's doing yeah. all the tricks of the sword and he just shoots him yeah and I, I know everybody's heard this piece of trivia but like apparently harrison ford like had the flu like he was sick that day and like could not do the scripted sword fight sequence and so he just shot him instead <laughs> and so they added the sound effect in and we're like screw it we'll just do it like um and there's another really great part where it's i think just after they escape from the plane exploding or something the f- the fruit thing going up oh the fruit thing's really good yeah. too um now what was it Oh, no, it's just it's between the plane and the car chase scene. Right? Okay. So there's like one little tiny little bit where it's like uh, Indy and Marion and Sala. And yeah. uh, he's like, oh, I'm going to get that arc back. So I was like, how are you going to do that? And Indiana Jones says, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. That is not his line. Like that is not oh, the really? line. No, he was supposed to have a line that actually explains like what he's about to mm-hmm. go do. But Harrison Ford could remember. <laughs> so he just ad lifted. It's crazy. Yeah, and you can see you can see uh, who's it? John Reese Davies. He sort of like has this little smirk on his face, and yeah. he's like, "That's not your line." <laughs> <laughs> that, those are actually, honestly, those are the moment, the moments when he's doing the action slash comedy thing. Yeah. He is like the template for other he's movies that spot yeah. on. he's so good at that. And yeah. even like in the in the more scripted situation where he like tries to put uniform on and doesn't fit, yes. he like beats up the next guy that comes, and that that one fits. You know, yeah. Th- those are those are the parts I really really like. Yeah, and actually. It's kind of the sappy part, but I actually kind of dug the little scene where he's like all torn up and whatever, and they're in the boat, yeah, yeah. and he and she's like, well, "Where the hell does it not hurt?" You know, it's so, like yeah. right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those you know, 
those right. little things. That reminds me of where she flips the mirror over and hits him. Yeah. And it, it zooms out so you see the whole boat. You see the scream. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, no, no! I just, yeah, just like a, uh, I mean, they're mostly just like character moments of yeah. Indiana Jones, right? Because yeah. he is just such like a fascinating and hilarious like character. Yeah. Um, maybe, so maybe all those parts are what I think is really cool. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I think I think because because they capitalize on that, I think more like in Last Crusade, it's why I think oh, I enjoyed yeah, it more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. There, there's there, I, I always wanted there to be more of that in this film. Yeah. You know, I was. Yeah, they play. Yeah, in Last Crusade, they play off each other so well because Sean Connery is playing this like totally straight laced. Like, here's what you get, and Harrison Ford gets to always bounce off of that in different mm-hmm. crazy ways, you know. And, and the whole thing with like, I don't want to spoil another movie, but <laughs> the, the like shared love interest thing that that whole thing. Oh yeah. god, <laughs> that's hilarious. Just because the way they play it, it's just yeah. like it's like well, what? Like, yeah, kind of a double take sort of thing. Yeah, she talks in her sleep. It's like, Wait. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there are, I mean, just for the record, it's, it's, there were moments I really, truly liked. Yeah. It's just, I think, thinking about it now, I think the problem was whenever they had the Nazis on screen, Mm -hmm. they were not believable in any form that they try to present them as. They weren't believable as scary. They weren't really funny, at least not in an intentional way. Yeah. They were just these, like, over-the-top caricatures of, like, oh, they're evil people Mm -hmm. and, like. Which which is really often how the Nazis were portrayed. At the yeah. time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which, which I they get are, that they are, at the time. Are, yeah. yeah, now they're not, you know, they're often portrayed as much more, you know, serious or scary yeah. villains, yeah. but they're very, you know, bumbling and cartoonish, I think, you know, yeah. a lot of that. Okay. Which is time. crazy because it's just the, <laughs> there's nothing cartoonish about that <laughs> that period of time, no, right? Yeah. It's just like, it's such a weird juxtaposition of like yeah. the reality versus like the cartoon. I mean, maybe yeah. that's how they made it palatable. But, but I, I don't know. I think that's how the media was at the time. Though, yeah. Yeah. So I want to get you guys' opinion on so one critic one major criticism that's leveled at Raiders is that if Indiana Jones was not present in the movie at all, it would end the same way, which is that the Nazis would get the Ark, they would take it to the island and open it, and they would all die. And so he actually is not necessary for the plot of the movie to happen at all. Would it make it back to the museum? Well, no, that wouldn't happen. But the Nazis would. Or it, should, and it wasn't even the museum. It was. The top men, whatever. Top men. I, I did, I did love such that a famous very, line too. I yeah. love that very, very final scene mm-hmm. where they're like reeling this box and then it slowly pulls back and it's just this like, you know, epically enormous warehouse full of identical boxes yeah. like that. I, so, so as somebody who has never seen the movie before and missing this whole chunk of like popular culture, is the implication that they have other things of equal importance spread out through this entire warehouse? I think so. Okay, all right, good. Have you seen the Crystal Skull? Yes. So you've seen. I mean, a long time ago, whenever okay. it was in theaters. Yeah. Well, have you seen the Crystal Skull? Okay. I mean, well, I, they, they pay it off in the Crystal Skull. Like the first scene of the Crystal Skull actually takes oh, place in that warehouse. Oh, that's the same place. Warehouse. Oh, I did not. Well, they, they knock over one of the boxes and the arc's in it in one of the scenes. I like, totally forgot. It's like about a really that. quick cut. It's I almost want to watch the movie now. No, you don't. <laughs> you would. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe watch like the first five minutes, just enough to see the warehouse. Yeah. The warehouse thing, because it's, it's supposed to be Area Fifty One, and so it's like I see. Yeah. Okay. That. Makes sense now. Yeah. But see, this is more the theme of like, you know, the fourth, you know, Crystal Skull is totally a 50s comic book. Yeah. Area 51, the bad guys are Soviets. It has to do with space. Nuclear aliens. explosion. Nuclear explosion. Like, it's totally, yeah. The kid, they got the greasers. They, you know, what's Shia, Shia LaBeouf is like yeah. the kid on the motorcycle. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's right, absolutely yeah. like a 50s, a 50s kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tons, are, of, tons of pop culture references. So here, here's my question. Because they're Disney bought Lucas, are they going to do another Ooh, man. And would you want them to? What is Crystal Skull? Can J.J. Abrams direct it? <laughs> yeah, seriously. What's that? 
Was Priscilla Skull a success? Financially, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, not I not not for fans or critics or anything. But neither was Temple of Doom. It was a not, yeah. not a critical success either. But I mean, it was a I financial think, success. I think it. I'm sure there's an audience out there for it. So in the same way that there is for Star Wars. I mean, the, the most recent Star Wars that were made were not highly regarded either. They made a ton of money based on the name. I can't imagine they wouldn't break even at least, right? Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, they would. I mean, they would have to have somebody else be in the. It'd be like Lost, right? It can't be. It can't be Shia LaBeouf. What what the hell do you say his name? LaBeouf. LaBeouf. I think it's LaBeouf. LaBeouf. I don't know. We know the kid from Transformers. Yeah, we are nothing experts in pronouncing French names. (laughs) (laughs) But who would be the new Indiana Jones, right? Because they kind of set it up in the Crystal Skull. I think they would accidentally kill him off or something. I don't know. know. What? Yeah, so that's so, the worst. Well, we just spoiled the Crystal I mean, Skull for anybody who doesn't want to know the plot <laughs> at the end of the Crystal of Skull. All, all actors have picked him. I know. I think I think they saw him as doing. So he did it in Transformers. He did the action comedy thing as well, and I think that's what they saw in him. Still, for Spielberg, you know, I think it is the the deal there. Spielberg did Transformers. No, it's Michael Bay. Oh no, I think he produced it or something. He was involved in the first one. Yeah. I'm, I will bet you lunches for the next two weeks that he was involved in the first Whoa, one. Whoa, uh, Should we I, check I on? He, I don't know if he was produ- he's producer or something like that. He was people googling things. Dot fm <laughs> the podcast. God, what do you guys want for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you should have thought of something. I see good. sushi in my future. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so okay. yes, so that's where he found Shia LaBeouf <laughs> when he worked on the new one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I. I mean, what do you think? Do you I, think they would? If you were in the position of, of Disney having this property, would you not? Plus, there's there's the Indiana Jones rides at the park. Actually, you know what? Strangely enough, um, I would have. Um, was it Brad Bird that did Mission Impossible yeah. Four? I'd have him do it. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. But who would you cast? That's the tough question. Would you do a reboot, or would you? Keep going with the series. Oh man, I think I would. I think I would reboot it, but I would set it in modern times. I wouldn't do a. 30s. Oh, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think? I thought was, I thought that was part of the charm of the movie. Was yeah, that the thirties? Like it is a little bit, but I think you could still do. Right. Well. Yeah, would you? Would, or would they? Would you go full Tomb Raider? I basically want Uncharted. That would be a movie. <laughs> we just do that. Well, they are doing oh, Uncharted get, Four. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Nathan Drake, whatever his name uh, is. I don't know his name. I mean, I can't think of his name right. Uh, yeah. no, well, Nolan not, North. Nolan. Oh no, 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 not the voice actor. Oh. Um, Nathan Fillion. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, actually, that would yeah. be. Yes. I don't know. I think it'd be too campy. Maybe. Could he do this? Oh, I think he'd be perfect. I think really? he. I think he. I think he's the best possible candidate. Yeah. That's. Do you like Firefly? Seventy years old. What? Do you like Firefly? Not really. I thought it was well, okay. Well, I actually I mean, didn't finish it. I know I'm losing like all my internet no, cred points. Like, well, no, the end was the best. The end like, was I, the best. I, 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 I saw like, a movie. I, it was so hard for me to make it through like the first two thirds, and then the, the oh, last really? third of the season. I'm like, well, actually, this is this is getting good. Like, I can actually get into this. <laughs> and, then and then it got killed. And then I like the movie a lot. But the movie's pretty good. Yeah, I like other things he's done. You know. I loved him in Doctor Horrible. Well, actually, I hated him in Doctor Horrible, but I mean, that's his, that that's his character. Right? Exactly. <laughs> no, I, think, I think actually in Indiana Jones, I mean, Uncharted is essentially Indiana Jones, but in modern times. But I think it actually captures a lot of the charm. What, for me, the charm is like the globetrotting sort of aspect yeah. to it. And like the idea that, you know, just off the beaten path is like some amazing mystery, like yeah. just waiting for you to find if you just turn over the right stone. And I think that's 
But I feel, like, I feel like the thirties is like the that, that's a tail end of when there was like exciting uncharted yeah, like exactly. parts of the world to find. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I agree. At the end of the, the great age of exploration or whatever. It's right. the golden age of exploration or yeah. whatever. Yeah. We'd already explored all the interesting parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I bet what I'm picturing is if they release just a teaser, like literally just the sound, the soundtrack <laughs> and the logo, people would lose their shit. It would just be it would just be like the hat and then the whip sound yeah. effect. And that's it. And, and it'd just be like all the yeah. money. If they knew. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> if they knew if they knew who the director was and they knew it wasn't going to be a repeat of Crystal Skull, you know, if they yeah. knew it was somebody that, that they could trust. Yeah. People would lose their shit. Speaking of, speaking of trailer or teasers. <gasps> Wait, which you... one are we talking about? I think Star there's Wars? two. Star Wars. Oh, I, got... there, I think it looks awesome I'm, I'm super excited I, as, as somebody who again it just i don't know have some mutant gene where i'm not like that into indiana jones i'm not into star wars which is crazy because i'm into all the stuff that people typically associate with those things mm-hmm. um i'm even a little excited you yeah. know like i i never got into any of the first set either, yeah. either the first one through three or four through six mm-hmm. and jj abrams you know and that trailer is legit like even even me See, you know, hearing the theme music and seeing the Millennium Falcon flying, like Dude. I'm, because you know who's in that, right? We know Harrison Ford is in the movie, so that's promising. Crazy. If they, if if he's able to tie those things together, like he did in Star Trek, he was able to kind of reach back and have Leonard Nimoy in the mm-hmm. in the new ones, which Steve is grimacing already. But <laughs> but I just like the fact that he 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 respected enough to have those characters in there. We not respect enough to actually like have Leonard Nimoy play Spock. He, he played, played like someone, someone's parody of Spock, like someone who never played Spock before is like you know horrible impression of Spock. Like I, uh, I mean, <laughs> like that movie was bad, and then and then there was the ending, and then it was like, are we talking about the first one? Yes. So I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. But, the, but I mean, it was just uh, <laughs> the ending was so bad. Like I just uh, we should talk I, about next week. Yeah, um, it was old <laughs> movies. We no, I was thinking old movie. <laughs> <laughs> Popular franchises that we disagree with. <laughs> Justin, what do you think about the new trailer? Are you excited? Uh, I think it looks super cool. Yeah, yeah I'm it looks excited. great. I mean, seeing the Millennium Falcon, seeing the, the X-Wings over the water. That's like super That's cool. at that point you're like, fair enough. Yep. <laughs> Sign me up. This is, a, this is on you, sir. Like yeah. at that point you have to give them the benefit of the doubt because yeah, that's, totally. that's, yeah. Have you seen like the the um, so Vimeo video, which is the like the, the George Lucas <laughs> cut of it? Oh, no. no. <laughs> It is great. Seen <laughs> I've seen the Lego one. I've seen the Kerbal Space Program one. There's a Kerbal Space Program. It's not. One? It's not that good. Don't oh. get your hopes up. You should watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the one is. There's so many videos to link to in our. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. What, what's the deal with the George Lucas one? It's just uh, you just guy. have to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. There I won't say. It, I won't say. I'll spoil it. Yeah. But I am. I am honestly. <laughs> I'm surprisingly excited for the Star Wars thing. Well, I'm. I'm hopeful. The fact that the main criticism is like the lightsaber thing. Oh. Is telling you like maybe he got some of this stuff right, you know? Yeah. That, that's such a minor little deal. Yeah, I mean, some weird stuff has happened right. in previous Star Wars. Yeah. So if this is the most we have to complain about in this one, I think we'll we'll be okay. Here's hoping. What a huge internet! Like you know, I know. totally like oh my gosh, people are like losing their minds over. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If they did it with crazy. Indiana Jones, I think they could they could yeah. have that level of maybe not Star Wars level yeah. crazy, but yeah. something up. There'd be nitpicking for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably be in line to do some of the nitpicking, but <laughs> it would still be awesome. Please, somebody Disney. Yeah, <laughs> okay, we'll do that. This one. Disney, make this happen. Brad Bird. Nathan Fillion. Brad Bird, yes. We know people will call him. <laughs> Actually, you call him. They'll answer your calls. Why are we whispering? <laughs> you don't want to scare the Disney Oh, okay, fair enough. Very good, good point, good point. Yeah. Yeah. See you next time. 
Yeah. What a different time to have an action movie. That's true. Nominated for that many yeah. for best picture. Right. When, like, when is awesome that's happened? Hold, 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 hold that thought. Nominated. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Should we try and do it for real? Yep. My parents' dog apparently now has a hoodie. Oh, no. And I was like, we have what? The premise of the movie is that um, Indiana Jones is a archaeologist, and he teaches archaeology at I think Stanford. And yeah, I saw they were flying over the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, I was like, and that was Stanford. I think so. Yeah, uh, right. It did not look like Stanford to me. Maybe not. It's also <laughs> supposed to be the 1930s Stanford, so I don't know. Uh, but anyway, or I thought he was like in Princeton or something. No, it's definitely no. California because they flew out of San Francisco. Yeah, Wait, he's an archaeology Berkeley? professor. Or maybe it's well, maybe it is Berkeley. Sorry, is it Berkeley? Is that Berkeley's campus? It just did not, so, did not at all look like like Stanford's campus. I mean, uh, it would, it's probably not going to look like Berkeley either, honestly. Marshall College. I don't know where what? that is. Maybe it's fictitious. Oh, he's a professor. We'll edit this. Right. Anyway, he's right. in California for sure. So let's back up. Why are we whispering? <laughs> <laughs>